0: I'm continuing in the series. Prepare yourself, and you know, as time and space moves along, as we move along chronologically, we know we're in the last of the last days. And there's certain things in time ta- in in history that the Lord is is doing, and things are continually changing. The world is changing. Things are all are changing, but what God is doing is also changing. But He's he, this is not. A cha- changing is not taking place without a plan. God has just executed what he said is already going to happen in time and space. So what he said in eternity is being manifested now. And we are the ones who are now chosen to live in this time in history. To bring forth his glory. He's going to bring it forth through us. Last week I finished up uh, the courage to obey. And this week I'm going to start on fellowship. So we talked last week about the flesh and the spirit. They don't get along. When I say spirit, I'm talking the spirit of God. The flesh Amen. and the spirit of God don't get along. Amen. There's a constant battle for the soul. But if we are in Christ, the old man should be dead. And we must put off his deeds. And put on the new man by, re- by renewing our mind. Changing the way we think. Reprogramming our thinking. Which is done through the word of God. As we get revelation by the spirit of God. So we have to change the way we think. Because we have to be like our heavenly father. We are being conformed and changed in the image of his son. Because Jesus said, if you see me, you see the father. So we are being conformed in the image, the likeness of Christ. And when we are being trained, transformed into that image, we are also being shaped into the image of who our father is. So as we talked last week, sin should no longer reign or rule us in our mortal bodies to obey its lust. As we are in time and space, we have to be in these, mo- in these bodies. But as we are in these bodies, sin has the ability to rule us. When we were in the world, sin ruled us. Amen. But now we are in Christ, we, sin can still rule us if we do not understand who we are. Because we will yield to sin... Because we give in to the flesh... But the spirit... We have to learn to walk in the spirit... And put the flesh to death... Amen. Which right. was identified by our baptism... When we were baptized... And when we were raised... That, dead, that old man was put to death... Right. And we raised in newness of life... Right. So we have to practice... Putting the old man... Keeping him dead... We have to practice putting him to death... Amen. Not yielding to the flesh... But yielding to the spirit of God. So it takes courage. Because as I said sometimes the flesh is screaming for what it wants. But we have to have the courage to say no. And walk and do the things our father requires of us. Even though our flesh might be screaming. Amen. It takes courage to say no to the flesh. It takes courage. So. Obey the spirit. And do not give in to the flesh. That's easy to say. It is easy to say. But to become a child of God, to walk in the light, you have to be, put your spiritual muscles to work. Amen. It doesn't come by lifting weight. You've got to lift the spiritual weight, so you know to, how to put, keep the dead man, keep him dead. Amen. And walk in the spirit. So that's more or less what we talked about last week. So today I'm going to pick up on fellowship. And this will be part one because there is going to be a part two. Because I'm setting things up. And I do it as the Holy Spirit shows me what to do. So we're going to start in 1 John chapter 1, verses 1 to 3. Let me know when you're there, please. And you know we're going to read scriptures that you've heard. Okay, I'm going to start reading. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, and which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled, Concerning the word of life. This is the Apostle John here writing. Verse 2. The life was manifested. And we have seen and bear witness. And declare to you. That eternal life which was with the Father. And was manifested to us. That which we have seen and heard. We declare to you. That you also may have fellowship with us. And truly. Our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ. I've got to calm myself down here so I can try and relate to you what the Lord's been showing me. First, let me define fellowship. The fellowship that's used in this text. The Greek word is koinonia. I'm not saying this to sound intelligent. I'm just letting you know what it is. But what it means, it's partnership social intercourse or oneness communion the sharing or exchanging of intimate thoughts and feelings especially when the exchange is on a mental or spiritual level did you hear what I just said fellowship this is not sitting around just shooting the breeze or just having some drinks and eating something I'm talking partnership social intercourse oneness we understand what intercourse is social but it's social intercourse it's a oneness right. communion the sharing or exchanges of intimate thoughts and feelings especially when the exchange is on a mental or spiritual level All right. so we're talking about fellowship at a spiritual level mental, intimate level, that's what we're talking about oh my god, listen to this so what we just read here John is saying listen that which was from the beginning because he talked about in, in, in John the word was with, made flesh the word was with the father, the word was made flesh and dwelt among us he's talking about that same word, Christ he said, he was from the beginning He said, we, me, John, the other apostles, we heard, we saw with our eyes, we looked upon him, and we handled that word of life. We handled it. And he said, this life, this life, zoe, it's a God, that life is zoe, the God kind of life. This life was manifested, this God kind of life was revealed to us through Christ, glory to God. He said, we saw it, we heard it, we handled it, we were witnesses of this life. And it was manifested so we can testify of what we have seen and heard and experienced. He said, and this life which was manifested was with the Father, glory to God. It was with the Father and the life now is in time and space in the person of Jesus Christ. He said, we have seen, in verse 3, we heard, and now we are telling you, we are declaring it to you. Amen. Those who we, they spoke to back then and us now, because this written word is for us, as the Bible says, for those who are, they are what upon the end of the age, this word is written for us. We have seen and we heard, and now we are declaring, we are making it known to you also, that you also... May have fellowship with us. And truly our fellowship with, is with the Father and with Jesus Christ. What is he saying? What is he saying? He's saying, we are. I am telling you of what we have experienced. I am making it known to you so that you may also have fellowship with us. What? That spiritual, mental, social intercourse. That intimacy of the spirit. I am. We are telling you so that you can have that experience. How? When you believe and you receive Christ, you have the ability to have that koinonia. To have that social, mental, spiritual experience, communion, oneness. And he said the oneness is not only with us. The oneness is with who? With the Father and with His Son Jesus Christ. So not only... Do you, because when, when we receive, we hear the word. They declared the word to us. And you believe. How did we end up being in Christ? We heard the word of God. Amen. We believed it. Amen. And then we were pulled into the, the kingdom of light. Right. By the spirit of God. So that we now have fellowship with the father. And fellowship with the son. And because we have fellowship with the Father and the Son, we have fellowship one with another. That's what he's saying here. So that is powerful. That is powerful. He said what we have heard, we are declaring, we are sharing it. And that's what we do when we walk this walk. When When we share our testimony and the life we have in Christ. We are declaring what we have experienced. What we have heard. What we have seen. What we have experienced. What has been revealed to us by the Spirit. We are revealing that. And sharing it. So that you also can have koinonia with us. And with the Father and with Christ. Amen. Glory to God. Glory, Glory to God. Okay. When I, was, when I was studying this. It just blew me away. It's nothing you don't know. But you see things in a different light. When we celebrate communion. It talks about the body of Christ. We, we, we take the unleavened bread and we share it. We are sharing in His body. We are sharing in His blood. But do you know, we are also, even though we are sharing parts of it, we are all connected. We are all one. Because we are partaking of the same body. Amen. All right. Do you understand? Amen. It, it, it Even though it's symbolic. Mm-hmm. You have to understand the meaning Because that's what He is referring to here. The koinonia. We are all of the same body. You understand what I'm saying? All right. Okay. Let's go to Colossians chapter 1, verse 26. Are you there? Okay. Let's start reading Colossians chapter 1, verse 26. And we're going to read through 28. He said, the mystery. What mystery? There was a mystery hidden from ages and from generations. Let me just read it. The mystery which has been hidden from ages and from generations, but now has been revealed to his saints. I'm going to tell you what that mystery is. You all already know. To them, God willed to make known what are the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Him we preach warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus. What does that have to do with fellowship? Koinonia. What does that have to do? Allah. He's saying a mystery. There's a mystery that was hidden from the ages, from generations, but now revealed to the saints. To them who? The saints. God willed to make known what are the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you? The hope of glory. It was always God's will for Christ to come so that man can be redeemed and shaped into the image of Christ. If you go to... Let me just read Zechariah chapter 2, verse 11 to you, part 8. He said, Many nations shall be joined to the Lord in that day. That's what... The Holy Spirit said through the prophet Zechariah. Many nations shall be joined in that day. And they shall become my people. This was way, way, way back in the Old Testament. The Holy Spirit through the prophet is saying what God's intent was. Many people will be joined to the Lord in that day and they shall become my people. What day was that? The day when we just celebrated Good Friday and Easter. Christ's death and resurrection It was the execution of God's plan to bring them about koinonia between God and man. Glory to God. Did you hear what I just said? Back in the book of Zechariah, the Holy Spirit said, this is what God's going to do. Also in Jeremiah and in Hebrews, the the Holy Spirit said, the Lord said, this is a covenant that I will make with them after those days. What days? After the new covenant is instituted. This is the covenant I will make. Those days, what days? When Jesus gave his life, he laid down his life, Amen. resurrected. This is the covenant I would make, a new covenant. He said the new covenant, I will put my laws into their hearts, in their minds. I will write them. Then he has their sins and their lawless deeds I will remember no more. Amen. This is what Amen. the Lord said he was going to do. This is what he said, we was referring to in Zechariah chapter 2 verse 11. Amen all name, many nations, not just the Jewish nation, many nations. Amen. This is a promise he made through Abraham. He said, you will be the father of many nations. Amen. Not the Jewish nation, many nations including the Jews and the Gentiles. All right. Glory to God. Yes. The, the intent is that we all will have koinonia with the father and with the son and with each other. Glory. I'm right. telling you. Listen to me. Whew. Let me just call myself here. <laughs> So this is a mystery. It was a mystery then, but what we reveal now in Christ, when this Zoe life was manifested, they saw, they handled, they heard. Now they're declaring, "This is what the, this is what was prophesied. It's happening now. He's here. Now we can have koinonia. fellowship with the Father and the Son, and with each other, and intimacy at a level that." Man has never experienced with God. Glory to right. God. Right. The New Testament. Not the old. A new covenant. Right. He said, I will write my law in their, what? In their hearts. Right. Glory of God. Amen. So this is, what, this is that mystery being revealed. So now what he said in verse 28. He said, Him who? Christ. We preach. Warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom that we may present every man perfect in Christ. What does that teaching and preaching have to do? It is declaring the word. Amen. So that those who are lost can hear it. Amen. And be translated from the kingdom of darkness into light. Amen. So have ear with the father and the son and with each other. Amen. Glory to God. You hear what I'm saying? Amen. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 2. I want to show you one more thing here. Are you there? Ephesians chapter 2 verse 19. Okay. Let's read. Verse 19. Now therefore... You are no longer strangers and foreigners. Oh my God. But fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God. Having been built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets. Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. In whom the whole building being fitted together grows into a holy temple in the Lord. In whom you also are being Built together for a dwelling place of God in the spirit. What does that have to do with fellowship? It has a lot to do with fellowship. He's saying, because Jesus made a new way. Because a new covenant was instituted. Anyone who believes in Christ can have access to the Father by the Holy Spirit. This is what he's saying. Before he said this, I'm just giving you the backdrop of what he was saying. Then he said that, therefore... So all who believe can become one, because he said, "When Jesus, when he was on the cross, the veil was torn. Mm-hmm. There was a new way where we can come boldly to the throne of grace, Amen. and the veil being the flesh, a new way, a new and living way. So because of that, let's read in verse uh, verse nineteen. Because of that, what I just said." Therefore, you are no longer strangers and foreigners. We are no longer separated from God. We are no longer strangers and aliens to God. But fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God. Do you know citizens and members of a household have rights? Have privileges? As a citizen of the kingdom of God, as a citizen of the household of God, you have rights. We have privileges. We have benefits. We have koinonia, relationship, fellowship. And it's not a, in a household, the fellowship, the relationship is not a, shouldn't be a superficial relationship. In this household, my wife knows me better than anyone else. Even my siblings. And that's the way it ought to be. Because there's fellowship, koinonia, oneness, intimacy. When we have intimacy with God. You see, God already knows us better than we know ourselves. All right. But as Moses said, show me your way, Lord, yourself, so that I may know your ways. Because he said, you know me, but I don't know you. Mm-hmm. He said to the Lord, you know me, but I don't know you. Show me your ways. You see, the Father knows us, but we don't know Him. And for us to know Him, we need to have fellowship. Intimacy, oneness with Him. Amen. That is the way we're going to know Him and know His ways. Mm-hmm. And when we, we know His ways, we know how to walk in the light. We know how to walk and not stumble in darkness. Mm-hmm. We know how to walk and live the life that we're supposed to live in Christ. So, Koinonia, this fellowship is so that we can know who our Father is. Amen. Because the Bible says, as we know Christ, because in him, all the mysteries of God, all the things of God are made known to us through Christ. Amen. So if you want to know the Father, you've got to have koinonia, intimacy, fellowship with the Son. All right. Glory to God. Oh. Mm-hmm. So he's saying here, we are citizens, fellow citizens with the saints. Those who have chosen and said yes to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And this is not just a yes. But yes and obey. Because Jesus said, if you love me, you will keep my word. Amen. It's not just a yes. Uh-huh. Because I could tell my wife how much, how much I love her. But I have to show her that I love her. Amen. Amen. You can tell Jesus how much you love him. But you have to show him. Amen. But how do you show him? By walking in obedience to his word. All right. By walking in obedience to the spirit of God. All right. That's how you show him that you love him. All right. It's not with what we say It's only what we say. It's what we do. All right. So show me. Oh. And he will show us, but we have to have the courage to obey of oh, glory of God. We have to have the courage to obey and walk by faith and not by sight. All right. So show me your way, Lord, that I may know you. Glory Amen. of God. Amen. So he said here, fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God, what having been built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, The word of God, the Logos word written, was revealed to the apostles and the prophets. So they recorded that word, upon whom the end of the age shall come. That's us. That's why the word of God says, do not add or subtract from this word. Because the foundation of our faith is already recorded by the apostles and the prophets. It's recorded. There's no need to add or subtract from it. It's already there. Glory to God. It's already there. So it says, Christ is the chief cornerstone of this household that, of, that is being built. In whom the whole building being fitted together grows into a holy temple of the Lord. All right. In whom you also are being built together for a dwelling place of God in the spirit. What is he saying? We who are in Christ, who have chosen to receive Christ and say yes to Jesus. And have made a decision, because it's a choice, to walk in the Word of God, in obedience of God's Word. We have fellowship with the Father, and with the Son, and with each other. Alright. That fellowship, as we keep, as they keep adding by the Spirit to the body of Christ, or to the Church of God, the Ecclesia, the call that called out once, it's building a household for habitation of God in the Spirit. Alright. Because we, oh Lord, God, you hear what I'm saying? We are being fitted together Amen. into a holy temple in the Lord. Because if you read back in the Old Testament, it was always God's desire to live in us. Amen. Not in the tabernacle made with hands. No. This is the tabernacle He wants to live in. Amen. Amen. Spirit to spirit. Glory yeah. God, And we are living stones. Glory to yes. God. A habitation of God in the spirit. So when we are having fellowship with the Father and the Son, we have fellowship one with another. And as we keep declaring the Word of God, those who don't know, they hear and believe, and we keep adding to the household of faith. And we keep building that frame, the house. Not we, but by the Spirit. The Holy Spirit is doing the building. But we are only declaring what we have seen, heard, and experienced. You hear what I'm saying? And as we do that, the Holy Spirit is... Snatching people out of darkness into light. Amen. And that Amen. household is being built, Amen. fitted by the Holy Spirit. All right. Jesus Christ being the chief cornerstone. The beauty about it. Mm-hmm. That we are being shaped, not individu- only individually, but corporately into the image and statue of Christ. Amen. That is what that household would look like. Like Christ. Amen. Because it says what? That we, are, so that we would be what? Made perfect in Christ. Mature Amen. in Christ. Amen. That is why we are being fitted together. Alright. Oh my God. All right. I hope you're getting this. So it's for a dwelling place. So that the spirit can go of God. Can inha- will inhabit us. We will have coin in ear. With each other. Fellowship right. with each other. And with the father and the son. Amen. It was always God's will to be one in us. And Jesus. And John. Chapter 17, Jesus was praying and he said, Father, the glory that you have given me, I have given them that they may be one. All right. All right. That they will have koinonia, fellowship. That the world will know that you sent me. All right. Glory to God. All How right. would the world know that Jesus Christ was real that he was here? Through the church, yes. through the call out ones. Yes. When we have koinonia, fellowship with the son, with the father. And with each other, yes. they were all of one accord. Why? Because we have the same, oh my God, what is the yes. here? the definition of koinonia here? Mental, it talks about what? It's talking about sharing or exchanging of intimate thoughts and feelings, especially when the exchanges are on a mental or spiritual level. Not only that, we, are, we have our oneness of mind. We be like the Father. We think like the Father. We talk like the Father. We act like the Father. When there's that oneness, what happens? The anointing of the Holy Ghost comes in and fills the place. Why? Because we have Koinonia, one with another, with the Father and the Son. We are all on the same boat. We are all going in the same direction. We're all thinking the same thing. We're all moving by the Spirit, in the Spirit, of the Spirit. Glory to God! And as we move and walk in the Spirit, the, glo- the glory of God is revealed. And Jesus said, the world will know by your, by the fruit that's manifested through the church and your life individually and corporately. They will see the glory of God. They will see the glory and the wisdom of God in operation. Because that is the desire of, of the ch- for the church in these last days. That the wisdom of God will be made manifest to the world. The principalities and powers and rulers right. of this world. Dark world. Yes. It will be made known the wisdom of God. Glory yes. of God. That's going to happen. Yes. That is going to happen. Why? Not because I said it. Because that's what's declared in the word of God. No. And God's word does not return void. Amen. It does Amen. not return void. So. So we have been framed, Transformed into the image of Christ. All right. Sometimes it's not pretty. Amen. Amen. Sometimes it hurts. But we have to have the courage mm-hmm. to know that we are loved. You see, when we are chastised, we Amen. are chastised Amen. because we are loved. Amen. Because God is raising sons, not Amen. bastards. Amen. He's Amen. raising sons. Amen. And if we have to rule and reign with Christ, we have to, have be, have to be able to think Amen. and act just like our big brother. Amen and our father because the family business is rule we can't rule the way we want to rule we have to rule in the way we have to act the way our father acts we have to be, have his ways we have to be like him and we have to have the courage to obey sometimes when we do things we don't want to do we have to have the courage to say yes Lord your will be done as Jesus said father not my will but your will be done amen I know I don't want to go through this. I don't want to have to be beaten and insulted and nailed to the cross. But it's not what I want. It's what you want. That's what I'm going to do. So he had the courage to obey the Father. And we also as the saints of God. In these last days have to have the courage to stand firm in the faith. And do what we are sometimes scared to do. No matter what it looks like in the the natural. As we stand. No matter what may come my way. We know that our life is in your hands. We can make it. We can stand. No matter what happens. We can overcome. Why? Because we are born of the incorruptible seed of Almighty God. There is nothing we cannot do. But we are filled with the Holy Ghost. We are filled with the Spirit of God. We are filled with the life of God, the Zoe life Amen. that we that, that oh. we have seen, manifested, that they have we have handled, we have experienced it because we have we have koinonia oh. with the Spirit oh. and with the Son and with the Father. Oh. Glory to God. Amen. For so as it says in the book of Romans, chapter fourteen, you don't have to turn there. The kingdom of God is not eating and drinking. When we talk about fellowship, it's not about eating and drinking. Because when the, you go on to read in the book of Romans, it talks about the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. All it's right. to, and then right after, he talks about putting the needs of others before your own. All right. mm-hmm. He said, don't let food become a stumbling block to others. Amen. You put the needs of others first. All right. All if somebody right. doesn't eat something, you don't eat it. All right. You don't put your needs first. Put, your, put their needs. Because right. that person is a weaker. So you... As a stronger. All right. You yield to the weak. Yep. Because that's what Jesus did for us. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Amen. We didn't deserve Amen. it. Mm-hmm. We deserve death. But Jesus said, Okay, I'm gonna come and do what the Father requires. Yeah. Amen. So that now we can come boldly before God and say, Father, Father, how we love you and we praise you and we worship you. Yes. Oh. Because of Jesus, we can do that today. Yes. Amen. He put our needs. The father put our needs before the needs of his own son. He sacrificed his son. Amen. He sacrificed his son. So now we can come boldly for, before God. And worship him. Amen. So yeah. The kingdom of God is not in eating and drinking. But righteousness, peace yes. and joy in the Holy Spirit. Amen. What does that look like? Amen. We quote it. But what does that look like? Well guess what? We are going to talk about that next week. <laughs> <laughs> because. How does fellowship. Koinonia. Relate to preparation for now and what's to come. Because what the Lord put on my heart. He said prepare yourself. Because the world we are living in now. It's not going to get any easier. We are going to be challenged. We are going to come under a lot of pressure. But prepare yourself. Because the Bible says the bride has made herself ready. So the bride has something to do with it. If you don't fellowship. Get in the word. Get to know your Amen. father's ways. Amen. You're, not, you're not being prepared. Amen. You're walking in darkness. Amen. Stumbling around every day. Amen. You got to prepare yourself for what's coming. So that you can stand firm in the faith. When people are falling left and right. You got to be standing firm. Amen. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. That's what, we got to stand on the word of God. Alright. So we got to prepare ourselves for what's coming. The things we see, this world the way it is, is not going to stay the same. No, it? no. It's not. Because this is all passing away. So we got to prepare ourselves. And next week I'm going to talk about what that koinonia looks like. What fellowship truly looks like. So I hope you receive something today.